Single, a mom, an entrepreneur, juggling it all and talking about topics while on the go. Hi, I'm Lisa Waldron, and this is Go 10 Lisa Podcast. Are you ready to listen to the best podcast that's real, inspiring, and sometimes cringe? Okay, get ready, get comfy, and go! On this episode of On The Go, um, so guys, we're wrapping up the season right now, um, and this is the last episode On The Go for um, episode 10 in season 22. So this is an interesting turn of events. You know, when I started YouTube, my mother didn't really know anything about anything about um, YouTube. Now, she watches YouTube, follow along with some of the trends, some of the families. And you know what she told me the other day? Oh, my goodness. I'm at the farmer's market and there's like a massive wind. But she pretty much told me that she's not into a lot of the YouTubers you know, do-do-do or whatever, you know, um, because a lot of it is just the same old, same old. Everyone's copying everyone. And she noticed it from her age. She notices that a lot of it just seems to be the same old, same old, no originality. And I think people just realize that they just want to live their life, you know, and not watch too much TV. It's bad enough that they watch a lot of news, but... I thought it was an interesting turn of events. She still watches some occasionally, but she's like, I, I'm over it. I'm taking a break. And I think everyone should take a break once or twice a year or sometimes a month. And, you know, just refresh yourself. Now on to today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is the last episode, episode 10 of season 22. And I'm your host, Lisa Waldron. Yay, we made it to the last episode. I can't believe it, guys. And um, if you know um, that in the last episode, I usually do like a hot topics. And I talk about interesting things that's been happening. And I did make notes, so therefore I won't forget. And then there are some of them I did forget because I was like, I think I have 10 already. But yeah. So let's dive in into Hot Topics, or no, I did change the name to Go Topics. Go Topics. Yay, because this is Go 10 Lisa Podcast. Okay, let's start with number one. Some of, um, some of it will be pop, real news, or thoughts, or whatever is going on. But yeah, number one is that I'm a real fan of the housewives there is a show called the real housewives of whatever it's it's not called whatever but there is oc jersey atlanta new york so much and so much right and i used to watch it back in the day i don't really watch it right now haven't watched it in years but these are the og girls you know the girls that's been on for the i love the new york franchise and jill zarin and bethany frankel uh, reunited because back in the day when they first started Real Housewives of New York, you know, they used to be good friends and then they broke up and I can see it all on the side of Bethany's side and could relate. And then so glad to see that they reunited and they actually said what they were reuniting about and their feelings 
And um, it was so glad to see uh, Joe Zarin own a lot of stuff. And she said she's more like a mama bear and was overprotective. And um, some people are not like that, you know, like Bethany is not like, you know, people have different personalities and different things. And if someone comes off strong to you and overpowering and you're not like that kind of person, you're not going to receive it well, you know. So I'm glad to see that they came to some kind of medium. And I, I, I thought it was funny and interesting because it's something I would say like Bethany. At the end, she was like, just because we're talking now doesn't mean that we're going to like have lunch every single day or call each other, you know, take it slow. And it's true. Do what's best for you and do what's comfortable. Because it, think about this. You haven't spoken to someone in a very, very long time. And here it is, you know, it's already nerve wracking and nervous for you to even have that initial conversation and admit, you know, both of you admit what your faults and wrongs were and how you look at things from a person's, that's the key. Look at things from a, from a person's point of view and where they were coming from. Um, because there was lots of stuff, lots of people in the background saying stuff and you didn't have a chance to get the truth in the moment. Now that years have passed, you reflect and you're like, oh, I acted that way. I said this, but there were other stuff going on. So I'm glad that they were able to hash it out and to just give an example to other people out there who have friends or family that they haven't spoken to and whatever. But even when you have that initial meeting and you get everything air out, how do you act afterwards? It's, it's, is it like, okay, we made peace, but am I still going to... It's not going to feel the same as before, but it's baby steps. And I'm glad that they acknowledge that. And I also wrote in my notes, I would do everything Bethany did as a Scorpio. And also, um, I'm hospitable, just the same thing as Bethany, because she was so concerned about having everything perfect for Jill, because Jill was going to inspect everything, because that's her personality. And um, even down to the lunch and everything. So I'm kind of like hospitable like Bethany in that way. And say that we will not be off to lunch, etc. Go slow. In life, what do you want to... Who do you want to make up with? That's a question for you guys. Who do you want to make up with? Number two. One of the vendors lent me her... Her what? Her fab when I was... Oh, Okay, fan. I hate when I'm typing into my messenger or my notes and the the auto spell gives another word and I'm not even really checking. So one day it was really, really hot, guys. Really, really, really hot. It was a hot, hot. Can I say how hot it was? It was a hot, 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 hot summer. And I feel like it's going to get worse. It's going to get more and more hotter in the, as the years go on. So one of the vendors lent me her fan when I was feeling dizzy. Then she said she believes in paying it forward. Do you believe that, guys? I think a lot of people believe that, but a lot of people do it thinking that it's going to come back to them. And I feel like you should just do it out of the goodness of your heart. And, and she did, and she had backup, and she was like, she even asked me afterwards, like, what other markets are you going to do this week? Thinking that, because we do a couple of them together, and um, she's the owner, but she also had people that work for her to attend the market. So she was like planning ahead, like, well, if we're going to be at this market, then maybe I'll have an extra fan for you or something. But we weren't going to be at any other market. Well, we, we were going to be at one more market the next day, but I told her that I was good. She didn't have to worry about it. 
But I thought it was so nice because what nice thing have you done for somebody lately? Especially when you saw, I, the fan, the fan is, is, I need to get a fan. I need to get a fan. But here's the thing. The battery is, is expensive. And um, people have told me that if I have a battery, because I have the battery for my edge cutter and other stuff can use the same battery in the fan. But I'm the kind of person where I have, I'm allocating my money to other resources for the business that's more important, but I do need to get a fan of my own. I really do, because I didn't realize it was going to be this, this hot. But I just want to say thank you, Charity, for um, um, helping me out when I really, really needed it. It was so gracious and nice. Okay, number three. Congratulations to Stephanie Sue and now husband on their wedding nuptials. I watched it from um, his nosebleeds to lots of crying to being surrounded by close family and friends in Switzerland. Simple and fun. So Stephanie Sue is a YouTuber as well. She is Korean and he is Chinese. Merging two countries together. How nice. Two different cultures they're both learning from each other. She's a big-time YouTuber. If you haven't watched it, watch her. Um, she and I have similar stuff. We both love Mango. She's named, she named her dog Mango, Mango Butt. And she has other merch and stuff with Mango. Both love tennis. Um, I haven't seen her play tennis, but I've seen some of her merch have tennis on there. And, and she's just quirky and kooky like me, like funny, you know what I mean? But she takes it to a whole nother level. And her husband is, but her now husband um, is behind the scenes. And it's so interesting and funny that she, all these years, she's like kept his identity secret. I'm sure people around town have seen him, but on TV, I, I think he's some kind of, I don't know if he's an attorney or a sports attorney, but he's somebody up there like that, where he's dealing with clients like that. So his identity, I guess because of um, confidentiality or something or whatever. But I did take a page from Stephanie's book, um, whereas where I have, when I have my son's fa- father on YouTube, I kind of like not show his face really. Now, mind you, my son's father does want his face to be shown, but I kind of like the mystery and don't want his face to be shown kind of like um, Stephanie does. And even though they're married, she's still not revealing it. But I think a lot of it has to do with his his professional work. Even though he does work with Stephanie on YouTube and other stuff and whatever. And they're just having fun. So I just want to say congratulations to another fellow YouTuber out there. But yeah, I did take that page where... But we'll see what the future holds because um, if I change my mind about showing um, my son's father's face... But like I said, people will know who it is if you know them or seen them around town. Number four, um, Angus Cloud, the actor of Euphoria, died at age 25 on July 31st, 23. A week before his passing, his best friend, his dad passed away and he struggled with it. Grief is hard to handle still coping and and I had seen him in um in a commercial you know I seen him in a commercial and I kept saying to myself why does his face look familiar why does his face look familiar and then it clicked on me oh he's from euphoria um you know but 
a day or two before his passing, I remembered it was the show. His character, um, Rue's friend on the show, um, and how the last season ended with the little boy on the show with a gun shoot and he had gotten arrested. It's going to be interesting how they write it into the script, especially when they were just about to start shooting for the next season. And um, so very, very sad news. And a lot of these go topics um, happened during season 22. So some of them may be, you're probably wondering like way back in July. Yeah. Where, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because season 22 goes all the way up into, um, October. So yeah. So all of, some of them may have passed already. And, you know, as far as the news events and some of them may be recent, recent, but yeah, just want to shout out because I love that show Euphoria. It's very, very deep, very, very strong, a lot of drugs, alcohol, um, with the um, younger generation and sex and all that kind of stuff. But his character was perfect for him, perfect for him. And it's kind of like doing bad, but yet being a good friend to Rue and looking out for her and looking out for the little guy. Uh, oh, it's a good show. It's a good, it's kind of out there, but I'm so surprised that I like it. I love all the characters in it. I love, I think the storyline is so good. But may his soul rest in peace at a young age. Okay. Um, what number are we up to? Number five. So proud of the reggae girls. Shout out to the reggae girls soccer team for advancing and reaching how far they did. It's really a comeback story. You know, there was even a GoFund page created by one of the mothers of them um, because they didn't have the money to travel. And wow, look at the ladies as one of them, as one of, um, what did I write? As one of Kim, <laughs> as one of the, the Kim says they shouldn't worry about politics because um, there has been a lot of Jamaica versus U.S., etc. lately, and they should just concentrate on the game because they love them. In other words, here's a story. Jamaica is a small country, but we're we're mighty and strong, and we love our sports. A lot of people all over the world recognize Jamaica for our track and field, but we do have we do participate in other sports. So, they had like um, the Olympics kind of Olympics ish kind of games the other day. I don't know if it was the Olympics or the World Country Games. I don't know what they called it, but I was so happy to see that we were in the the disc throwing, I've always said we should always be in swimming because we're surrounded by the beach and surrounded by water. Our whole island is, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm glad to see that we've had people in the past, finally, in swimming competition. We've done high drums. So we're expanding as far as um, just track and field, and I'm so glad. But what people don't realize, and I think I realized this when I was younger, is that you may want to go to the Olympics or whatever, but who's going to sponsor you? You need money. And it's not even like it's, um, um, uh, uh, what am I looking for? Like a association or somebody that you just sign up with and then they fund everything. And even if that's the case, where, where are they getting the money from? You know, there's not enough supporters. So, um, that's why the gun, um, one of them, they needed money to travel because 
here it is that they're so good and I'm so proud of them from from a woman's point of view because it's a woman's soccer team because the guys always get all the praise and credit, right? This is the woman, the girls' soccer, the reggae girls because they do have a reggae boys and the girls are actually doing good this year. Even in the track and field, the girls did extremely well compared to the guys, you know what I mean? And, you know... I'm just so proud of them. I'm just so proud of them from a country. Sometimes say thank you, reggae girls, but it is a, a inspirational story because a lot of them couldn't afford it. You know, what I mean, they're good playing for their country, but they advance to the next level. What happens if you're working hard and practicing hard, doing the, the do doing your dues and and putting in the hard work, and then your team advances? Then what? How are you gonna travel? How are you gonna go to that country? You know, so one of the moms created a GoFundMe page and they got the money for a couple of them to travel there because not everybody's on the same economical level. Even though we may play for the same team and we have good skills and everything, we're not on the same. So they were able to and then they did great again and advance and beat one of the top teams. And I was like, yes, go girls, you know, women. And so proud of them. So I just want to give a big shout out to the reggae girls and, and give them their props. Number six, Montgomery. Oh, this one. This one takes the cake for 2023 and for the summer. There was a brawl that happened in Montgomery, Alabama. It was a brawl fight down by the riverfront area. And come to find out that that area back in the day was actually a slave port. You know, so that area alone is very historical. So several people are under arrest. I need to check and see what the latest story is about that. But I love the camaraderie of people coming to help people in distress. You know, the young kids swimming across to help his co-worker. Um, it's in Alabama. Um, it's, it's in the Alabama stare you can find. Okay, oh, so, okay, so I wrote. So in the Alabama state, there is a law, strangely enough, that there is a law that says you can fight someone for self-defense and aid someone in need, and you won't get in trouble. But if you're fighting someone just because of hatred, color, racism, all that kind of stuff, you will get arrested. Um, I think there was only one African-American guy that picked up a chair when he was helping out and hit someone and he was questioned, but I don't know what happened. I need to follow up on that. So basically guys, every time I see a black guy right now and he has a hat on and I'm just waiting for him to just throw it up in the air. If you know, then go. So this is how it went down. I'll just give you a quick view from what all the videos that I watched and everything. So um, some people are on a riverboat taking a tour, you know, because like I said, it's a historical area. Um, it used to be a safe port and they have something, you know, for I guess for tourists to see and want it to come down or whatever. So people were on the riverboat, but then the riverboat needed to dock. But however, these were the Caucasian guys um, with a couple of ladies with them. And I guess they must have been drinking allegedly or whatever. And they parked their boat in the spot that the riverboat needed to park to dock their boat in order to let off these passengers. They they weren't there. So this African-American guy who was working on the dock, he works on the dock, told them to move the boat. They didn't want to move the boat. So he moved it. 
So one of the Caucasian guys um, confronted him. As he was talking to him, another guy came running at the guy. And the African-American guy had a hat on and threw it up. I threw it up in the air and looked up in the air. I didn't know what he was doing. I think the majority of us didn't know what he was doing. But apparently some kind of help me Jesus moment kind of. He threw up his hat like a signal to all. It was like a bad call to all the African-American people like help me. He threw up his hat and he got the help because he had a brawl and he had a fight. Because here he is talking to another Caucasian. He's talking to a Caucasian guy. And then somebody come running and then pushed him. And then he threw up his hat and then he put up his dukes. And he was like, you know, you want to do this? You know, like, and they did it. And then a third guy came. And then the women got involved. Women, why are you fighting in a man's fight? That's what I didn't understand. And then as bystanders, because remember, it's people there are on a tour, and it's a tourist site, saw this happening. People are watching from the boat. They're screaming, shouting. There were people who were up on the staircase on the dock, getting ready to come down, waiting for the boat. They saw this. A couple, couple of people came to help, and then... All the African-American men came down to help. And then the fight got bigger. And then this one young guy jumped off the boat that was waiting to be docked in his uniform and swam. And then people were confused. People were shocked that the black people can swim. How ignorant. Of course, black people can swim. Everybody can swim if they really wanted to swim. Hello. He jumped. <laughs> he jumped and he swam to help his fellow co-worker because at that time, not everyone had gotten into the brawl yet, right? And when he came off the dock, he was missing a shoe. That's what I remember. He didn't go back for the shoe. And then as he's walking, they got attacked again. And then the lady attacked and pushed the young man. And then he was like getting ready to fight. I'm like, why are the ladies getting involved? I can see from a lady's perspective, those are your men and you want to like protect them. But your men were in the wrong they were in the wrong. It was so racist. It was so racist and whatever. And um, people were coming on because I watched all the videos and everything at the time that it happened. The videos that people were creating, there were only a handful that was siding with the Caucasian. And these were Caucasian people doing the videos too, people. They were everybody. And there were people that were saying it was completely wrong. This is what the world has come to. It's unnecessary fights and brawls. If you know, move your boat. You're in the wrong. And when liquor is involved and you're already halfway drunk, allegedly, or whatever, you're heightening the situation already. We all know that. We all know that. So, yeah. So, I'm going to look up and see what exactly happened to that. I should type it in right now as I'm talking to you guys. Let's see. The Alabama brawl. Alabama brawl. Because when I type it in, they're still showing the video. It was a good showdown. It was a good... I, if I was there in real life, I'd be screaming too. I don't know if I would jump in the water, but I don't know. It was like, wow. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, what happened at the end? Um, oh, so they entered a not guilty plea? The, the five suspects? Wow. And one of them is a woman. 
Two of the riverfront brawl suspects appear in Montgomery court. So they appeared in court. Um, let's see what happened. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the girl was up in there fighting as well. So they all plead not guilty, including the one black guy. He must have been the one that did the chair. So I don't know what the end result was. So they plead not guilty. Okay, four of them were charged with assault um, after the Alabama. That was in um, September. Uh, dock worker assaulted. This was in September. This happened in September 2023. Uh, let me see what the outcome of it, if I typed in outcome. I'm sorry, guys. I should have had all of this. What happened after the Alabama? Uh, they turned themselves in. Okay, but what happened? It doesn't say. I don't know. I guess more to come on that one. I don't know if they have a final um, outcome for that yet because I'm not showing anything. Um, Number seven. A market guy parked. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about this. It's perfect segue from that to this. So I attend this farmer's market for my small business, right? So there was this new guy. He is Caucasian. And he was parked kind of like in two spots. And one of the spots was my spot. So I waited for him. And I said to him, you're, um, you're parking in my spot. And automatically, he had an attitude. And he was like, I'm not parking your spot. And I'm looking at him like, I've, I've been doing this for a few years. I know this market. I haven't even seen him before. I don't even know what his problem was. So then there were already two ladies there that are also vendors that I've known for years. And then he just he decided to go to them to question them like, hey, is this a, a signed spot? And whatever, like, you didn't believe what I said. Long story short, I felt like it was white privilege. You know that that guy took his own friggin' sweet time to unload his truck. And I waited there. And then he decided to crack jokes at the two ladies that wasn't funny. So as he's unloading, I decided to get up my car and talk to the two ladies. Then he looked like, oh, she knows them kind of look. You know what I mean? And I'm there talking and he's there taking his own sweet time. And I'm like, whatever, you can do whatever you want to do. You're going to move the car eventually. And so um, the market manager came over and I was like, who is this guy? You know, because a lot of with that market, you don't know who knows who and some of them could be related. And so I asked the, the other vendor and she said, oh, he started like a couple of weeks ago, whatever. But just his whole attitude, because one of the two other vendors, one was white. Um, you can consider her white. And the other one was black. But because he's for whatever reason, he looked at me and summed me up like somebody he can talk to a certain way or act a certain way with. And I just gave him some dirty looks. Yes, I did, because I was looking at him like, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? I don't know you. Well, why do you feel to have an attitude when I say you're in my spot? You didn't even get to find out to say, am I really in your spot? I apologize. Nothing. 
And then throughout the market, after he eventually moved his car, he went somewhere and came back, I was, I was set up. And I see him every other week or whatever, and I don't say anything to him because I'm like, I'm looking at him, and after he came back, he started making jokes, and nobody was laughing. You know, like he's trying to deflate the situation, and I'm just looking at him like, yeah, you try to display white privilege behavior to me, but unfortunately, you don't know who I am. And luckily, I wasn't wearing my cap to throw up my cap or hat as well for assistance. Because in that instance, I could have handled it if he decided to escalate a little bit more. But that's why I asked the market manager, who is he? You know what I mean? Because at that point, I was like, part of me was like, I don't care if he's related to someone. Where is this coming from? You know what I mean? And how dare you try to size me up and judge me and think you can act that way and talk that way, whatever. With some people, you can escalate it and take it to another step. In that instance, I didn't feel it was worth my energy and time. I'm just watching the situation and watching him because clearly he wasn't all there, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So that's what happened. And people are like that in this world. And I don't know if you look at me and see a successful black woman or maybe you think that, oh, she's nicey-nicey. Whatever the case may be, you you now know that I don't mess with people like that. Okay? All right. So that's what happened. Number eight, I don't like onions. In case you don't know, I don't like freaking onions. And it's now come to the point that as you get older, this is just for you guys out there, as you get older, your body is going to tell you you can't eat certain foods and certain things anymore. I love my peppers. It hasn't come to the point where I stop eating peppers, but I know when to eat it. You're not supposed to eat peppers late, late, late at night. It will upset your stomach. But with onions, I love food and I love eating out sometimes, but people cook with onion powder or the real onions and the food is good going down, but I am in excruciating pain, guys. It feels like, I don't want to say a heart attack, but it's re- really underneath my chest and chest pains from onions. I can't take it anymore. So it's now to the point that I'm going to have to cut out my eating. And even if I do eat out, try to combat it somehow, some way, because you know there will come times when you just are just so tired and you just don't want to cook and then you're like trying to remember the pain that you feel after you eat and how I think it's going to affect me is when I travel so unless when I travel I cook and buy and make my own food but I know sometimes I do want to go out and eat and I have to remember to tell them no freaking onions no onions no onions I can't take it okay number nine It is fall. It is the fall season, autumn season. Here in Georgia, we have winter, spring, summer, and fall. All I got to do is call. You know that song. Need a friend. You got a friend. It is fall season. It's autumn season, and I love it. The cool weather is not so cold, not too hot. Like I said before, we've had an excruciating, hard, hard, hot summer. And it's so refreshing and nice. But yeah, after fall, fall is only for a short time. Comes winter. 
And I feel like we're going to have a cold winter this year. Cold because it's already cold and nippy. Nippy cold. But I love fall season. And number 10. Will there be a season 23? We'll see how it goes, guys. We'll see how it goes. I think I feel like I say that every season. But I'm ready for it. But we'll see how it goes. In case you're new here and listen to my podcast, the way that it works is that I do 10 episodes per season, take a three-week break, and come back with a brand new season. This is actually the wrap and close of season 22. Will there be a season 23? You would have to wait three weeks to find out. But in either event, I am grateful and thankful that I've had the opportunity to talk and vent that's what this channel, this what this podcast is about for me to vent. It's almost like journaling, but in a verbal way. And get a lot of things off my chest as well as talk to some people because I've had some um, um, special guests. And if I do a season 23, I will have guests. Yeah, I say that all the time too. And then I end up not doing it depending on how I do it. But I think I am going to have guests. Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Uh, thank you all for subscribing, listening to my podcast. Don't forget to follow on Instagram, which is Lisa underscore podcast. No, Lisa underscore podcast. Be sure to check out the vlogs, which is Lisa on YouTube. And there is a GoLisaW on TikTok. There's so many social media handles. See you in three weeks. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Hopefully. Bye.